0: it's love Yeah,
1: you know that's love like before you were here you were loved and divinely provided for and we'd like to think about it in a material sense Mm. but if you think just about your beating heart right now you know all your your your, your liver your kidney all of those things working to keep you alive that's love your body loves you you know the earth loves you the air loves
0: you Hi, I'm Lerado Ganka, but you can call me Olerado though, and you're listening to Living Content Podcast. Hello sis and the brother in the room, hello fam, welcome to... The second part of the previous episode, if you're new to this podcast, this is living content where we learn to love and embrace all parts of who we are and our human experiences. This is the second part of our previous episode with Mbumi Maisa. If you haven't listened to the first one, I would advise that you go and listen to the first part of this. So this part is a continuation from where we left off. And trust me, it's a beautiful one too. So without spending too much time on the intro... Let me leave you to listen. Do enjoy. So I wanted to also just know, like I know that you briefly explained how you've already alluded to that, how you started owning your healing. Mm. And, And like I said, I've seen how joy to you comes so easy now mm. and like I want to know though like what then from that point when you closed that door how did healing look like for you going forward how did you start owning your mm. healing and what work did you need to do mm. yeah so I think the first thing was like not being afraid
1: of being alone because we're deeply afraid of solitude. We are. Right? We're so scared to, like, be alone. Yeah. Right? And then this time I kind of had to be, you know, it's just me and you, baby girl. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think it had because I had come to those truths about just how I was toxic, right? And understanding the toxins in my body and my spirit. So I started with meditating on um, an app called Insight Timer. I love Inside Timer. I know. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. I started. I started with meditating on Inside Timer, and then um, through that, you know, you're taken on these journeys. I think with your eyes closed, and then you know, just being invited and being guided, and then talking to myself positively. You know, I had not done that before. I think like with intention, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes we talk to ourselves positively. To try and, you know, get rid of all the negative thoughts. So then the negative thoughts will come and say, you're not good enough. And then you're like, I'm good enough, right? Mm -hmm. But then just from a neutral place, you know, just loving on myself with my words and my thoughts, um, And doing that inner child work. So I was telling a friend actually that for me, inner child work looks has looked like, you know how you see it, uh, a class photo where you have a lot of kids in the class. So then last year I started this thing of kind of having me be in a classroom photo. And all the faces. All the faces, those are me. So that is me at every stage right and mm. and then on some days so then I would begin you know to sing and then on some days I would begin to dance and then I would like cue one one of those kids so then with her let's say I'm, I'm fetching nine-year-old and, bummy, mm. and then you know I, I look at her in her eyes and I'm like oh I see there's a lot of pain there come here little one come here little mm. one um Oh, you don't get hugs at home. Here in this home, we get hugs. Oh. Come in for a hug. Yeah. Hug me. Hug me. Let's laugh together. And my neighbors were probably thinking that I'm crazy because I live alone, right? <laughs> but then during that time, yeah. you know, I was then hugging on myself. And then with my eyes closed, right? And just seeing her in the room with me, dancing with her, you know? And then just seeing that, oh, you're a little stiff. Come on, you know, let's play with those shoulders. Let's Mm -hmm. play with those shoulders. Mm -hmm. Free the shoulders, you know. And then she would ease up. And then I'd tell her, now we're safe. Now we're safe. Don't worry. Don't worry. Come. Right? And then we'd be safe. And then she would come out. And when she comes out, then I come out. Right? Because we get buried Right within, yeah, I, I, in the tummy area, you know, we bury so much there, mm-hmm. right, and then when she comes out and then she laughs a little bit and then I laugh a lot and then she laughs a lot, you know, yeah. and then now we're dancing and laughing and it's nice, you know, and that session, you know, would obviously, after all of that, it would end in tears because I would then realize, you know, just how much I was holding in this body and then I would release that, You know, I would Mm. cry, I would release that. And then I would tell her, you know, that Mm. this pain was given to us, but it does not belong to To us, right? So let's set it free. Open the windows, sage the room. Bye-bye, bye-bye, you know. And then, so doing that work. And something else that I did during that time was that I was not looking in the mirror. So there was a time I did not know what I looked like. For how long? For, let me see, I'd say maybe the the 21 days, the first 21 days of the lockdown. Um, because, so then I was doing that internal work, like I said, meditating, you know, doing that work with my inner child, reading, um, you know, that time I think I was reading Eckhart Tolle and that was amazing, you know, just, um, he calls it formless essence, right? And then just going into, into myself. And there was a time I had to leave social media because at that time, I think what was going on with, was George Floyd. And then Mm. there was, you know, a lot of gender-based violence Mm. and all of that. And then I was like, okay, cool. Like, the news say, you know, that women in South Africa are unsafe right now. But I'm so safe. Mm. And I'm so happy. Mm. And I'm, I'm walking to the peace and the love that I am. Like, when I tell you that just during that time, love, there was just love. Like, there was just so much love that was waiting. And we are love. You know, and we like to think of love as this thing that's outside that will come through friendships and romantic relationships and all these other things. But, like, the essence of who you are is love. love. The essence of the universe is love. You know, the fact that, like, and I always tell my friends, the fact that we can sit here in stillness, like, we can sit and be still. That time, this planet is spinning at such a fast pace. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The mathematics. That allows us to not be you know shaking off these chairs, falling off these chairs, you know, having to hold ceilings, you know hold yeah. something, you know the fact that we are still that calculation, the calculation of that is love, mm. and we forget about it, you know we we forget about it, yeah. you know they um. And in my live with Ominis Town, I spoke about the fact that when you look, I can, I've become so present that, present, sorry, that I can see air, air more, yeah? Mm. I can just sit up and I can see just the frequency and vibe of air. I can see Mm. air with my own two eyes, right? And, but that only comes with clearing your mind of all the nonsense that we let occupy our minds, right? So then, When you then see the air, then you start to see these bugs in the air that go, right? Mm -hmm. And those things for me, I think those things clean the oxygen. So many things, you know, Mm -hmm. pollute our oxygen. But then those things, you know, clean the oxygen so that you can take a nice deep breath. Mm -hmm. It's love. Yeah. You know that's love. Like before you were here, you were loved and divinely provided for. And we'd like to think about it in a material sense, mm. but if you think just about your beating heart right now, you know all your your, your 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 liver, your kidney, all of those things working to keep you alive. That's love. Your yeah. body loves you. Yeah. You know the earth loves you, the air loves you, the trees love you. You know mm. and then you know the
0: trees love you yeah Yeah.
1: and when I that's where my laughter comes from (laughs) because I'm excited to be alive I'm excited to be in this body you know as as me every day like we rotate the sun every day like I used to take these morning walks and These days, I don't do them so much because, you know, work and Mila wakes up early, but like, I just wake up and then I would greet the sun and I'd be like, Molo, Lilanga, you know, hello, you know, we are passing you today once again, you know, Mm -hmm. and to kind of be able to, to, to understand the force and the love. Behind the sun and to look at the flowers, most flowers, they close at the end of the day. And then when they see the sun, they open, open. you know, and we forget to flower open when the sun comes up. You know, Mm. you want to bring the debris from yesterday. You want to bring the dead stuff from yesterday. And, you know, you feel exhausted even when the sun comes up and you don't feel replenished. But then when we pass the sun again, it's important to say, hello, Right? And to understand that the thing that is in the sun burning is the thing that's inside of you, right? Is the thing that's inside of the flower. And that's how the flower is able to feel the sun Mm -hmm. and to open up its petals and to say, hello. We forget to say hello. Yeah. Right? We forget to say hello. So then I kind of had to, you know, when I remind myself in the morning and I say, Mm. And then, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you're alive, I'm alive. And to learn how to send light to the sun. So I strengthen the sun. Right? Most of the time, you want to take light from the sun and strength from the sun, right? But then I remember to give the sun some love and to say, thank you for that thing that burns inside of you. Thank you for that thing. It's not going off, right? And that means that we can have days and days and days. So today, I give you strength. Today, Mm. I give you love. Mm. Today, I shine my light on you. Do you feel it? And of course the sun feels it. Mm. And then I laugh. Mm. You know? And mm. yeah, so that's how, you know, just my journey with with joy, you know, like it's just life. it's because yeah. I just wake up in the morning and before I think about things of the material world. I I come to my days with an understanding of what's happening. Mm. That we say sunrise, sunset. No, 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 no. We're the ones that are moving, right? And we pass the sun every day. And I remember to say, oh, everything in its calculation has brought us to you once again. Mm. We didn't sway off. The moon keeps us where we are. Mm. You know, all of that, like just that calculation, that mathematics, Sure. It's love, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I wake up and I feel love and I feel joy and I feel invigorated. And then I'll go on my Instagram sometimes and I'll share. And then sometimes I'll just cry about it,
0: mm. you know, because I'm just just so humbled, so grateful. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, the reason why I'm almost teary-eyed, because everything that you're saying, like, it's it's literally what I... My healing has looked like Mm. Especially of recent Like I I know that I'm so overjoyed by the morning Mm. There's something about the sun rising Literally what you're saying Greeting Mm. the sun Mm. And like at times I just Be like am I crazy (laughs) (laughs) You know Mm. To feel so overjoyed by the sun To feel so overjoyed by the trees To feel so overjoyed by flowers And like I don't know if it has to do with seeing the love that you see in yourself in Mm. nature seeing the love that you see in yourself in the sun Mm. seeing the light that you see in the sun in yourself Mm. um that has to do with aiding your healing i don't know like Mm. it's 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 literally what you've said right now like it's it's immaterial it it has nothing to do with someone holding you but it's Mm. almost like a remembrance Mm. and returning back home so it really feels so like i can't that kind of healing, I don't know what is. <laughs> Literally, like I, you can't even box that and put it in words and, you know, be like, this is another way of healing mm. and show it to someone. But until they experience that for themselves.
1: Yeah. And I yeah. think we, you know, I, I, in my work right now, I, I, I work with, I'm, I'm trying to just use imagination, especially with among the mm-hmm. lilies. lilies. Um, I try and use imagination as a tool. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because a lot of the time we get like what you're saying, that like when you get excited to see the sun, then you're like, am I crazy? Right. And that's because especially like the news, social media, you know, like there's just just so much information that we're used to receiving. We're used to receiving bad news, bad information. And even when you watch reality shows, when like they tell you what's going to happen after the break they'll sell drama to you, right? Mm. So then, you know, after the break, drama. yeah, Mang Mang are going to be fighting, mm. right? And part of my practice is kind of inviting, especially humans, but especially women, to kind of imagine what your life would be like if you don't wake up in the morning and internalize that statistic of saying, this and this many women in this country, you know, will go through uh. this instead of... Because... Then I, I found during that time of lockdown, like I said, when the world was burning and I was feeling at peace, right? I could have regressed because then I would be on social media and being like, racism, uh, men. But I decided to log out, right, and, and explore what was going on inside because we're so used to engaging what's going on outside, but we never engage what's going on inside, Right. And then when I I began to to dig more into the sense of safety that I was feeling, you know, and that's that's when you you then leave what's going on in the world and then you become one with the elements. Right. You become one with water. And like I said, just taking long baths. Right. I used to take these long baths and read to myself so that then that time that's when a lot of poetry came to me i was writing poetry i was reading that poetry to myself in the bath i was very excited about reading that poetry you know to myself um and 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 doing all that work because that is how we we heal this is how we heal our lineage this is how we heal god this is how we heal each other and that's why i'm able to to sit here today and it's because and share Right and that's because I, I I kind of had to be very intentional, yeah, very very, very intentional mm. about imagining what my life looks like when I don't let the outside messages tell me what it means to be in this body, mm. right, and then let the internal inform what it means to be in this body and This, like I said, this is where if if the world is burning and then the gods just want somewhere to rest, be that resting place for the gods. Be that place where they find peace and serenity, right? Because then a lot of people are, are praying to the gods, right? But then be the prayer answered.
0: In our sharing, I know that sometimes there's, there are things that we leave to ourselves, but we also do have people in our lives which we make room for to hold us in the process of our healing. So I want to know from you, how do you allow yourself to be held and seen in the process of healing while still protecting your energy and what is still fragile to you? Hmm. So because I'm
1: being honest, <laughs> I'm going to say... That the healing journey Is very lonely So I think I did say that we become Very afraid of our solitude Mm. Um, And then you embrace your solitude And then During that time The loneliness sets in Right because it does get lonely Because you are carving Out a new thing Right Mm. Um, Something that you yourself have never done before And yeah, now you're here, like you are here, you are doing it, you know? So for me, I'd say that like just in the past year, I've lost a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, you know, that were my friends, I wouldn't necessarily say that like, oh, they're not my friends anymore or (laughs) as we say, cancelled, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I also knew that like as I was raising my vibration, you know, um, I was not, Doing that thing, because what, I, what I'd say is that, like, even when I wasn't fluent in saying that, like, I want to raise my vibration, because these are also terms that I've learned in the past year, right? Based on the content that I'm consuming, the books that I'm reading, you know, because I've also become very selective about what I put in this brain and in this body, you yeah. know? So then just, you know, during that that time, that also means that I'm not trying to save anyone anymore. Mm. Right, because there was a time like I was the kind of friend that was like, oh, we have to do better, you know like we can't be having these conversations anymore. We can't be going to these spaces anymore. And who's we, ma'am? Okay, yeah. ma'am? we, you know <laughs> because <laughs> if that's how you feel, that's mm. okay. But then there's no need to shame your friends for being where they are and liking it. Mm. There's no need, need to shame your friends for having the conversations that you feel are dead conversations and liking it, you know. And th- that was my toxic trait that I had to kind of mm. take off. Right. I also
0: think that like when we heal, there are certain versions of us that no longer are relatable to our friends or mm. even no longer relates to our friends in a certain way. So Mm. that also causes the shedding off Mm. because as we, as you said, vibrate higher, your friends no longer relate to who you are becoming. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. So you sound preachy
1: and, you Mm. know, like I said, like I, I also just knew that like I want to be accepted as I am. And that means that I have to be able to accept others as they are. Oh. and accepting others as they are means loving them from a distance, you know? So mm-hmm. being like, love you, loved how you served me during that time of my life. Like, I will always appreciate you, but then, you know, it's just, you know, we, we just don't relate on that level anymore. Yeah. Um, and being sad about it, mm-hmm. right? Because then you like, like you said, like, oh, is there something wrong with me? You know, um, but then during that time, i then had to cultivate you know new friendships so um literally some of the friends that i have you'll think that like i've had for years and i've only had them for like a year plus plus. and this is like a very small circle i'd say right now like the people that i'd say are my close friends are maybe like three four four people which mm-hmm. is like you know very tiny for a
0: big circle of what <laughs>
1: yo 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 is it i used to be friend yeah everybody you know and that's the thing like when you don't um when you don't respect your solitude then you know you just
0: you mask it with so many things yeah
1: like you you know you just want everyone to be your friend and you want everyone to like you and especially like you know with me like i've been like I used to be an event photographer for JHB Live. Mm. And, you know, during that time, that meant that I was out every weekend. You know, I love art. I love going to galleries. So I had a lot of friends who are artists, like painters, ing, leing, leing, curators, you know, some friends are this, you know, some people are even in corporate. And I used to live in Maboneng, right? And oh, I used to live in Maboning at a I time see. where you know when the dream was still alive right we like-minded people were living in this little community and you know we were just creating a world of our own so this meant that like i had a lot of friends like at some point i would like you know proudly say like i have over 25 friends you know, and now I also understand that like some of those people were actually not my friends. Some people were acquaintances. Some people were just, you know, people that like I, I used to groove with when we were all addicted to Great Dane and Kitcheners, you know, but also just understanding that thing of people pleasing, like that's something that I'm also unlearning, right? So yeah, after that, I kind of had to shed, you know, but I started that shedding process when I was pregnant with Mila because, you know, a lot of people, you know, that I felt safe to be around now that I was pregnant, I was like, "Mm -mm, this is not a safe person. So then I had to investigate, why is it that like this person is not safe for my child, but they're okay to be with me? You know, what ways was I not protecting myself? What ways was I not loving on myself? What ways was I not respecting myself? You know, so... That was phase one. And then phase two was when then I was alone, you know. And then, because obviously sometimes you need people to talk to and to share with. Um, Then, you know, some friends, like some friendships, like there's a friend of mine, um, Neo, We were good friends in varsity. And then, you know, we kind of went our separate ways. And then, yeah, like... Just in 2020 or before 2020, then we started rebuilding our friendship because the way in which you know she was growing and the way that I was growing were aligned. So mm-hmm. then that friendship came alive again, and then I had like I have another friend now or she like lives in Bloemfontein, and just I think to say what, what I something that I do want to share is that especially like I have an events business right, and at some at, at that point a lot of people that I thought were my friends were not supporting. Um, my events. They wouldn't come to my events. Oh. Right. But then, in the very same breath, I have Newo, who lives all the way in Bloemfontein. In and for you. since we've met, she's never missed an Among the Lilies event. You know what I mean? So, Sometimes you'll just, you know, you'll you get caught up criticizing the people that don't support you and just saying, oh, you were never real friends and just not understanding that like you're not alignment with them anymore and being okay instead of manufacturing feelings of resentment, wanting to send them a long text that I'm so disappointed. That time you're manufacturing that disappointment, excuse me, you're making it, right? Um And then you're throwing out statements, you don't support me. And then not understanding that there was a time that they could support you, but now they can't anymore. You know, Mm. so just doing it was a lot of doing that work of understanding that like, okay, cool, these people can't show up for you. And you also actually can't show up anymore. And that's okay. Mm. And then, you know, building a circle, a new circle of people that I manifested because, you know, sometimes you like to manifest. And then when you manifest what you get, then you don't become grateful for what you've received. You want to lament on what you've lost right? And then that just takes away. That Mm -hmm. takes away because then you're manifesting things that you're actually not aligned with
0: yes
1: right because then you must check yourself if you say that I want friends like this and this and this and then you get them and then you can't even be grateful for them Mm. you know what was the point Mm. so then in that time I then started nourishing those friendships and taking care of those friendships but also like I said learning about boundaries setting my boundaries you know Mm. and allowing other people to have their own boundaries right allowing my friends to have their own boundaries and you know supporting my friends and not from a place of people pleasing but supporting them from my heart and loving uh, them from my heart and it's different and yeah and not mm-hmm. wanting to heal them but to share right because mm-hmm. sometimes when we heal then you just like oh i wanna you know let me let me heal you and you and you that mm-hmm. time healing is not linear like as it is right now i'm still Like I said, I I was like, oh, I feel like you're a baby. But I'm also still a baby on this journey, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that's also meant that like understanding who I'm aligned with, who I manifested and honoring them and loving them and pouring into them and not even asking them to honor me and love me and pour into me because we're aligned. Mm. You know, Mm. Um, and then the conversation just becomes different. But it's very, very important, I think, for us to learn how to hold ourselves because when we go to our friends, we're not going there from a place of lack.
0: Of lack, yeah. Yeah. You're already full
1: within yourself. Mm. And then from that full cup, you also know not to drain your cup. Mm. You know, you give what you can give and keep what you can keep Mm. because that's how you keep yourself replenished. Mm. right so then you replenish others and then others replenish you and then you also have a very healthy bowl or other cup that you sure. you move from you know yeah. mm.
0: I love that you say that actually that in, in in it's very important I think also that we all do realize that that in your healing, it does not necessarily mean that you become a guru of everyone you know mm. like you now become above everyone else because that on its own it's ego mm. you know it's something that you need to self-check but at, at the same time healing is all about allowing yourself to continuously learn mm. even from others even from those that you think that a they're not at my level you mm. know but there are certain conversations or certain learnings that do come in conversations that we overlook because Mm. oh this person is not Mm. enlightened enough Mm. or at my level or anything like that so it's beautiful what you're saying that it's all about giving and also allowing yourself to receive Mm. yeah because the receiving part (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i I really love what you're saying so i want to ask you and i think you briefly also spoke about among the lilies, and also i just want to ask you how the name came about but i want to ask you how in your work are you showing up for healing and taking up space um so Among the Lilies was
1: actually started in 2017. Mm. Um and at the time I actually started it with um a, a beautiful lady her name is Nomfundo and this name actually comes from <laughs> mm. Nomfundo. So what had happened was like I said like I was an event photographer and on so then I was shooting events every weekend I was being commissioned to do this do this, shoot this shoot this restaurants are opening, go eat there, shoot the food all that all that jazz and then like I said, I think at the beginning of the podcast when I was free on some weekends there was no event that I would like leave my home you know without being commissioned to go to mm. so then I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to have to create it. I'm going to have to create this event that I'd like to go to. And it was initially for, for women up until 2020. 2020 was the first year where we actually let men into the space. Um, so then I remember Numfunda and I sat at a little cafe and, you know, we dreamed this up and then, yeah, she had said that she's always loved, you know, um, this name among the lilies. And then when she it's said it, yeah, when she so said she... it, I was like, yes, that's the one, you know? And then, yeah, it just, I think to save time, I won't, you know, go all the way back, but like, that's how it started. And, we started with like these events, like swimming lessons, free swimming lessons for women. Um, there was a time we had like defense classes um, for women. Those were also free. Like We partnered up with like a Chinese school in town. And then women could come and learn self-defense. And then it became like a book club. But then it wasn't actually a book club because we came together to talk about themes from certain books um, and how those related to our lives. And then I realized, OK, this is not a book club and it turned into a book social where I would invite local authors to come and read their book and, um, yeah, read the book and then answer questions from the crowd. And then, you know, we'd all like engage and have a nice afternoon. And then I remember there was the game changer where I got an Airbnb, like I, yeah. So, yeah. So then during that, time um Nimfundo had her own you know projects and you know sometimes you'll start something together and then yeah she yeah. was you know growing in her own direction and i was broken i was like don't leave <laughs> but then yeah she you know had to follow her own path and then i was then alone um i was like okay cool i'm not gonna let this baby die um and i'm gonna continue and then i think the game changer for among the lilies was when we hired out an airbnb in my winning that had like a rooftop and like in in in, in 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 inside. So then then we had authors and then that's when I started having open mic. And mm. <sighs> I open mic blew me away, you know, mm. because most of the time, you know, we go to events and like we listen to people that we admire, but then we don't know that yeah. they're gems in the crowd, you mm. know? So then that open mic was just exquisite it was amazing like you know people write like people write beautifully you know Mm -hmm. and they never have platforms to share so then you know we came you know there was that open mic and that open mic was amazing and then um yeah last year we had another open mic that open mic was amazing and then literally i think we had among the lilies and then two weeks later covid came right and then when i was at home by myself, um, I was like, okay, cool. What are we going to do? Because, you know, we're events, we're online, you know, um, and now i didn't i also knew that i didn't want to have online events like that felt weird for me like to have people on zoom and then we're trying to recreate something that's in real life Mm. yeah so then i was like "Mm -mm, you know that's that's just not me and what i had found is that in my own you know home and in my own you know like healing or just creative process i was writing poetry But then the poetry before then, like I had been writing poetry for years. But like the poetry that I had been writing, now that I look at it, like it's dead poetry, you know. And that's because it was coming from a dead heart and a dead spirit. Mm. And when I began to write, you know, from a spirit that was growing and 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 nourishing or being nourished rather, then I started writing poetry that came from love, right. And I was creating from a place of love. You know, and because then like you wouldn't write a poem and then go and to maybe like word and sound and like be on stage and share it. You know, I was creating for the love of it, you know, just purely for the love of it. And then that's how I came up with the Be Love series.
0: Oh, yeah. And,
1: yeah, then I was like, okay, cool. I started. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to share just the love that I have felt within myself during this time. Because, you know, COVID, I think it came with a lot of negative messaging. Like, you know, people are dying. People are this. People are this. And there's just no good news, Mm -hmm. you know. And then I wanted to create this platform that makes people feel loved even you know when it's burning outside yes to just be like okay cool um yes there's a fire you know but there's also water you know still water Uh, you know and then that's how i came up with the be loved series and then i approached a few artists and what i like is approaching you know i use instagram wisely that's what i'm going to tell you I use Instagram wisely. I don't play with that platform. Like, I'm not there to like people like carrying a Louis Vuitton bag. That's not why I'm on Instagram or like feeling sorry for myself because I, I don't sure. have mm. a Louis Vuitton bag. You know mm. what I mean? That's that's not my algorithm. So I follow people that are in different corners of the world, feeling very unsure of themselves, but creating nonetheless. Um, And then I was finding, yeah, 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 I was finding these people and I was like, okay, cool. I like what you do and I'd like you to sit on a chair and share, you know, what love has meant to you during this time and how you've used love as a tool to kind of, you know, negate all the hate and everything that's happening outside. And then share your creation, Mm -hmm. you know, so then we had singers, we had we had a, we had a writer like Lungi. I love Lungi. Lungi is so dark, but amazing. (laughs) He had like a cigarette, you know, like a cigarette and like some classical music playing in the background and just read Mm -hmm. us this beautiful piece. Um, my beautiful friend, Amoi actually, she's also... Yeah, when I say that I have a few friends, a mm. real one. Like, we've been friends since varsity, you know, and she went through her stage of shedding, and I was one of the people that she kept when she was shedding, uh. right? So, yeah, she also created a beautiful film just about grief, um, which was relevant to the time because, yes, mm. we can feel love, but there's also grief, you know, because we're losing our which loved ones. Which is a ones. different version of love. Yeah, yeah. right? So... That was the Be Loved series, and that was just amazing, you know, and it, we got just such great feedback. And then from that, um, when we had another book social at the end of the year, um, I what, what I did with that one was that I was trying to bring a lot of people that participated in the Be Loved series to actually hit the stage um, and share mm. uh, with, because now we can gather, so then they can share face-to-face, you know. And then that's when I knew that – the book social was done like this is not a book social there was no Mm. author on the day like it was just you know so i think through my my i i heal with my with my brand, if that's how I'm going to phrase it. So um, I think sometimes you have one good idea and then you want to cling onto that good idea, right? Ah, and nice. you don't want to let go of that good idea. But like at the end of the year, I knew that like, okay, cool. We're going to have to let go of, transition. you know, yeah, the book social. But like yeah. now I'm having people that, Um, are coming onto the team for Among the Lilies because we're growing. And I know that some things, you know, some people still love the book social, but I know that I'm not, I'm not going to curate a book social. Mm -hmm. So someone on the team is probably going to have to take over that part because we have a huge following of people that love to read and like, you know, meet authors and have their books signed and, you know, talk about books and themes and all of those things. But I'm also now learning what doesn't resonate with me anymore. You know, just that I love that concept. And like I said, we're not going to let it go, but I'm not going to be the one that's, You're gonna delegate you know, it to someone Yeah, else. I'm going to delegate it to someone else. So then at the end of the year, that's when I was, I was gifted. And, and, and that's the thing. Like once you, once you go on the healing journey, you get spoken to, then I got a divine download about the open mic experiment, which is just, Wow. <laughs> I don't I'd even know to how to yeah, yeah please the next one is on the 15th of May so okay. anyone that's listening and if you can come you are going to love it so the open mic experiment is you know something literally that was just given to me on one of my morning walks i had just greeted the sun just like hey and then the sun was like this is what i want to watch as you guys circulate me you mm. know and then it was the open mic experiment so and i like the word experiment And it comes from, like I said, because we were evolving, then we were having open mic. And then just the open mic would be amazing. So what we do with the open mic experiment is that I I invite certain artists, you know, to take the stage and to bless us. And so in the next two weeks, we'll be launching our YouTube channel. So the open mic experiment Mm. is going to take form of a YouTube channel. And like I said, I like approaching people that like, You know, that are really just starting and not feeling confident and, you know, feeling like "Mm, I'm not quite sure and giving them a stage. And then obviously people will come and be like, oh, I love what you do. And then they're going to be like, Okay, cool. I'm a singer. I can sing, you know, and taking ownership of their gifts. So um, we're going to create a YouTube channel, which is going to be an archive. Um, of, you know, the work. the beginning of their journeys because I yeah. believe in them, like the people that I do approach. Um, I believe in them and I believe that they're going to fly, right? But then right now, as they're learning to fly, I kind of want to prop those wings and be like, come on, come on, fly, fly, little birdie fly, you know? So just so that like in five years time, you know, they're going to go back to that video from among the lilies and be like, Oh, look at you little baby. This is where you started, you know? So it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's singers. Um, it's, uh, rappers that, You know have lyrical content that lifts the collective consciousness and not that low down rap you know but just like good up like uplifting rap um storytellers we had Gamu. you know transport us through story at the first one um poets um yeah just you know creative people that just you know would like the space for the next one we're actually gonna have beat makers that just come and sit in front of us and kind of you know share you know their beats so um yeah so it's just it's an experiment that's like we're all in the kitchen and Mm. we're like what happens when we give our creative you know um abilities wings to fly you know that's the question of the experiment and then um the true experiment actually becomes after the lineup, um, after the lineup, we have open mics. So then that's when we open it up to the crowd. And for the last one, we actually had load shedding. Hmm.
0: <laughs> then what happened? But
1: the most divine, and when I say that once you go into your healing, because Eckhart Tolle speaks a lot about presence, Right. And sometimes it's easy to be present. Like right now, I'm fully present. I'm with you. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. But then if right now this electricity were to say, you know, it takes both of our sense of presence out. Then we're like, Oh, you know, and I remember when the electricity went out, I just went into a panic. And that was because we started late because there was load shedding in the morning. And then now there's load shedding again, you know, in the evening. Mm. And after that, like, you know, I have I have a team now, like, and, you know, there's Uyondela. She came all the way, you know, from the Eastern Cape. She was in a 16-hour drive to come to the Open Mic experiment. You know what I mean? So... My team was just getting people to stay, you know, and telling them this is when the electricity is going to come back. Don't leave, don't leave, don't leave. And then people stayed and we had candles for them. And then they were like picnicking under the stars. It was really pretty. It was nice. And then... Uh, there's a girl that I had asked actually to come with Koko Melo and I posted her video during the course of the week. Mm. And she had said that she hadn't hadn't touched the guitar, I think, for over a year. And I was like, that's a tragedy, you know. So she had come and then she was like, okay, cool. You know what, there's no electricity, but I have my guitar in the car, right? And I was like, okay, cool. So we're not going to wait for the electricity to come back to start with this experiment? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And then she went to her car and she sat in a chair by a candle and she started singing. Right. And for me, that felt like a prayer answered um, from our ancestors, especially. Right. Because they were just, you know, black kids um, on a rooftop in Joburg. The stars were shining bright. It was a new moon and there was song. We just circled her and she sang. Right. And then after she sang, another guy's Chaba came on, you know, and then we had to click our fingers for him because he didn't have a guitar and clap for him to give him rhythm. And he sang. And then after that, other people were just coming from the crowd, like, okay, cool. I I will also sing, you know. So literally, just, you know, imagine it just, you know, us under the stars. There's no electricity using what we have to create magic, you know, and to express and to to share you know Mm. our gifts with the people that were there so that was that that for me i just know that i am co-creating with the divine it was a divine moment um it was a nostalgic moment for our ancestors because we, they've lost this that thing of gathering around a fire yeah. and you An know yeah, and then singing mm. and dancing you know and doing all of that under the stars and just having fire you know um, as the light bearer you know fire and the stars and the moon right and that's what we had like our candles yeah. fire um, and the stars and the moon watching over us and us just pouring and and and, you know I was actually saying to my team that that's probably how we're gonna have to do it from now on because a lot of people are afraid to be seen and now that people couldn't see other people's eyes on them They were like, can I also please sing? You know, there was a girl, she wasn't standing still. She was like literally pacing around what we had as a little stage and singing. And that's what felt comfortable to her. There was a girl that got on stage and then she was swallowing her voice. And then I was like, you're not going to swallow that voice today. And then when she started again, we were like, what? Right? So, yeah, I think we needed that darkness. Um, We needed (sighs) that darkness just so that, you know, people's light can come out um and and shine light um Mm. yeah and and shine light on us it was beautiful it was an experiment and as a scientist in the kitchen I gathered the data and on the 15th of May we're going in for another experiment
0: yeah that's beautiful and aren't we so afraid to see people's eyes looking at us Mm. like yeah, I love how you put it. We, mm. we, we are afraid mm. to be seen. Mm. yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you these questions, now. So the first question is, it's, it's really about what do you believe, no? Mm-hmm. What do you believe the meaning of life is? <sighs>
1: That's a big question. Mm. The meaning of life is discovery right and as children were brought into this world and we are bombarded with information you know and especially as children like when you're the child that like catches on quickly then they're like ooh that one's clever oh so intelligent right mm-hmm. and then we lose our sense of discovery We then, you know, lose that, that, that curiosity of what is life, right? And we then want to say, life is this, life is this, life is this, life is this, life is that. And even when life communicates to us that I am not that, you want to impose on life once again that life is this, life is this, life is this, life is this, life is that, you know? And yeah. So what I've found. Yeah. Yeah. What I've found is that life is discovery. Okay. just bringing curiosity right to mm. this body and to this spirit because and I think you say this in your previous podcast that we are spirits that are in human bodies right mm. and whatever that you didn't finish I think in another life then you have to come back and do this time but then if you use those same dead tools then you're probably going to have to come back and learn it again mm. but then when you discover you know then you discover and I, like then I don't think you have that, you know, when you die, then you have all your best memories flashing in front of your eyes because you are one with life Mm -hmm. and you don't need to go back to reference what was good because everything was good.
0: What do you believe is your purpose in life? Ooh, my purpose
1: is to be. My responsibility is to be. I am here to be. Mm. And um, and that's I, I like this term human being. So I, I've let go of like terms like I'm a black woman, I'm a feminist, I'm you know a this, a this a that um, this is a human body. and in this human body my responsibility is to be. So that's what makes me a human being. Um, so yeah, my purpose is to be and to be a doula. So I know that like I'm a, I'm a doula and not like a doula for babies, <laughs> <laughs> no, but a doula um, for, for, for gifts, for no, creative gifts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I, I got
0: that really. Yeah. I yeah. help,
1: I help people that are feeling very unsure to give birth, um, to, give birth to their gifts um, and the lives that are theirs. I help them to, to claim them, to take them to feel them, to nourish them, and to be one with them. Mm. Mm. And what do you
0: believe God is? (sighs) (laughs) God is
1: laughter. Mm. God is your teeth, your eyes, your blood, your Mm. everything. God is everything, you know? Um, And I think especially, like, I was raised in a very, like, Christian dogmatic home, you know, where, you know, you think of God as whatever the Bible paints God to be. Um, Yeah, but God is the life in a tree. If you think about a tree, like, so much life happens inside a tree it's like when you cut a tree then there's moist and that whiteness you know mm-hmm. when they cut a tree like mm-hmm. there's just so much detail going on and like when you look at it outside you're just like you oh okay it. yes but mm-hmm. like there's so much you know when you uh, when you pick a flower um, Mila and i we take walks and then she'll touch flowers we don't pick them out um because i don't believe in ending lifespans of any beings mm-hmm. um yeah, that's something that I'm also just working on. But like even when you pick a flower and then you look inside the flower, there's life. There yes,
0: still is. Yeah, mm. there's just
1: so much life that's happening inside of there, right? So God is that. God is the sun. God is the moon. God is the air. Mm. God is the mountain. God is you. God is me. Um,
0: yeah. God is I God. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, so I'm, I'm now going to allow you to read out your poem okay cool the name of this poem is walls
1: walking out and this poem and i think like just today i think spirit has just called me to kind of set the people like i said who are keeping themselves you know present because you can say that Oh, this is keeping me in prison this is keeping me in prison but you you are the only one that mm-hmm. can decide whether you are chained or free okay Mm -hmm. so this is especially for the women that find themselves at a life that is dying but they don't know how to bury it because they don't know what will become after you know burying everything that you thought you were because we're very afraid to give birth to ourselves right so this is yeah for all the women that are feeling very afraid um, I just want to tell you that magic awaits on the other side before I started I didn't know you know what I waited but yeah I I trusted so just trust when your gut and your life is saying no stop saying yes okay cool. so this one is called walls walking out (sighs) climb out no matter how well you hide they will come the whispers from outside the old painting you live in how many years have you spent in that red dress Life moves outside the frame, it has witnessed many a spectacle. Like the fall of the tree you're leaning onto as you smile. An old smile, if we're truth-telling, haunted by the things done after the painting was hung up. Won't you take it down, walk out of the wall, you won't
0: fall. That was beautiful. Um, Yeah, I hope that liberates someone. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you so much for pouring yourself so generously. And the world that you are, I hope that you don't stop pouring and still refilling, still replenishing. Because Mm -hmm. we still need you replenished. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this is what you give. (laughs) <laughs> thank you so much for healing um, you didn't just do it for yourself but you did it for someone who's listening as well so thank you so much
1: yeah thank you for having me <laughs>
0: Hola, <rato. laughs>
1: thank you for having me thank you for sharing your beautiful platform um, okay. yeah I see you I see you, um, I see you too. yeah Thank you for your to your listeners, um, yeah, for lending an ear, because this Literally. has been a long one—from <laughs> <laughs> your twenty-minute ones to yeah, 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 just a long, long, long podcast. But thank you for your ears, um, and mm-hmm. if you opened your heart, thank you for bringing an open heart. Yeah. You are love.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh, this was so beautiful, two hours long. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate you for being here. Please remember to share your love openly here by subscribing, sharing these episodes, and also just adding your feedback on the reviews. So this podcast can also be easily found by those in similar journeys and needing the message here. I would love to hear how the podcast is helping you. So do share that too with me and be sure to check the podcast out on Instagram. Keep well. Chat to you soon.